Hi, I'm Andrew Jackson, Minister at Harrow Baptist. This is the last of our reflections for the week of prayer for Christian unity on the image of the vine and what it means to abide in Christ. Hampton Court hosts one of the largest, if not the largest, vine in the world. It's about 250 years old. It has a base of around four metres and some rods over 100 metres long. Even the smallest branches, which are quite a long way away from the main stem, still produce good grapes in time because they're connected to the vine. But if that connection's lost, the branch becomes useless. We have been considering an image Jesus uses of how we grow and develop in relationship with him, each other, and mission to the world. And Jesus talks about abiding in him. And the image he used was a vine. But vines don't just happen. They need to be tended with great care. Left to themselves, they become a tangled mess, which might at one level be really productive, producing lots of grapes, but the grapes are pretty rubbish. If you want the best grapes, you need careful pruning. And that's what we find in today's thought. Jesus speaks of, his, of us being pruned and links that pruning with his words or his teachings. Following Jesus brings its blessings, but it's challenging. If we want to be healthy, mature disciples, there's plenty of things that will stand in the way of that. There will be stuff that we have to allow God to cut away. And it can come in all sorts of forms. Perhaps most obviously it's sin. Behaviours and practices which are unhelpful, toxic, destructive. Perhaps we have attitudes or prejudices which need to be challenged, stretched, changed. Maybe it's negative thought patterns we've developed. Perhaps something someone said to you deep in your past which still has a grip on you. Or maybe an incident in your past of which you're deeply ashamed. So many people feel unloved or even unlovable. And pruning can be allowing that to be cut away. Making space for God to speak a fresh word about how much we're loved telling us we're precious to God and valued by God. Stuff that needs to be pruned might not even be bad. It can be good things. Sometimes the enemy of the best is not the worst or even the bad. Sometimes the enemy of the best is the good. Ever find yourself challenged or really wanting to do something but I've just got so much on. There's this, there's that, there's the other thing. And it's stopping me doing it. And we can point at them all and think they're really good things. But they're not what God wants for you. They're not helping you produce your best. And allowing God to make the best of us may involve even allowing stuff which we would think of as good to be pruned. I'd love to say that's easy, but it's not. Even stuff we know is unhelpful or unhealthy, even toxic, it can become such a part of us that it's hard to let go or leave behind. 
It requires that we trust the vine dresser knows what he's doing, that we're safe in the vine dresser's hands. It requires trust that God really knows and wants what's best for us, that the new life God has for us is good. But there's something very important about fruit. Good fruit takes time. It can't be rushed. It's ready when it's ready. I'm reliably told that the, to make, uh, to produce a grape that produces great wine, it can take 16 years. That's a long time. It requires patience. And so does God's mission. And God has lots of patience. He must do, let's face it. 2,000 years ago, Jesus prayed that his people would be one as he and the Father were one. 2,000 years and he's still waiting for that to happen. Our whole Bible is a story of God walking patiently with people through forwards and backwards, ups and downs. And we know God's patient. Because we're still here. And he's had to be patient with us. And there might be times when we think that God is ready to give up on us. Maybe he should be. But God is just getting started. But there's another part of this reading which is quite unsettling in a way. Jesus speaks of being of branches being broken off. The fine dresser breaking off every branch that does not bear fruit. But do you know there's another possible translation for that? It's not about breaking off, it's about lifting up every branch that does not bear fruit. That's very different. Let me explain. The writer Bruce Wilkinson talks of discussing John 15 with a vineyard worker. He spoke of long hours, walking vineyards, tending grapes, watching fruit develop, waiting for just the right moment to harvest. And he said that new branches tend to trail along the ground. And they can't do anything there. They can't produce fruit. They get covered in dust. It rains. They get muddy. They get mildewed. They get sick. They get useless. And Wilkinson asked, well, what do you do then? Do you just cut it off and throw it away? Oh, no, he exclaimed. The branch is way too valuable for that. We go through the vineyard with a bucket of water looking for those branches. Then we lift them up. We wash them off. We wrap them around the trellis and tie them up. Pretty soon they're thriving. I love that. The branch is too valuable. That's how God views us. God is a lot more patient with us than we realise. When we think that God might be ready to give up on us, God could be waiting to pick us up, dust us down and help us to start again. And that kind of brings us back full circle to where David began on Monday with Jesus' words. You didn't choose me, I chose you. In those days, students would go looking for a rabbi. And a rabbi would only choose or work with the best. And if they weren't the best of the best, if they weren't top of the class, they would go back and learn a trade and work in the family business. Which is precisely where Jesus found most of his disciples. 
the Gospels suggest to us that they weren't the best of the best, that they weren't top of the class, they didn't pick it up all first time. And they got as much wrong as they ever got right. But Jesus never gave up on them. And he's the same with us. Jesus has more faith in you than you have in yourself. All he asks is that we stay in touch with him. For he is the one from whom we draw the new life God offers. It's not always easy. It's not without its struggles. It requires a willingness to allow a divine dresser to prune us. But nowhere is the vine dresser closer to the vine than when he has the pruning shears in his hands. We are in the hands of an expert vine dresser who loves us, who won't give up on us, and longs to draw us deeper and deeper into relationship with himself and with each other. Grace and peace to you. Let's pray. Blessed are you, God our Father, for the gift of your word and scripture. Blessed are you for your transforming power. Help us to choose life and guide us by your spirit so that we can experience all that you want to share with us. Amen.